Hello Leo, welcome to your Pisces season audio horoscope from Embodied Astrology. My name is Renee, I'm the astrologer here. I am a movement educator and somatic intuitive along with being an astrologer. And I'll do my best to blend these languages as I give an interpretation for Pisces season um, in 2021, which is February 18th through March 20th for Leo identified folks, Leo Sun, Leo Rising. I always recommend that people listen for their uh, sun and rising signs. If you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. And as always, um, horoscopes are general. There's so much to learn about astrology. There's much more than I will possibly get to in this interpretation. So please freely interpret, take what works, leave the rest, and learn for yourself. Astrology is such a generous and helpful language. And so much guidance is available with it. Okay, Pisces, uh, <laughs> Pisces and Leo are very different energies. And as a Leo identified person, you still resonate with Pisces. You have Pisces in your chart. Um, the relationship between Leo and Pisces is an interesting one in that Pisces describes Leo's shadow. And it's um, a, a part of the Leo consciousness that is not always easy to see and can be easily um, buried as well. And so it um, many in many ways describes kind of like the deeper psychology, the subtext. Um, this isn't necessarily unconscious because it's known, but it's, it can be very private. It can be secretive. And as with uh, all things shadowy, there can be really intense, complicated, sticky stuff in there. Lots of uh, weird feelings that can get us hung up, like insecurity and shame and jealousy and trauma. Um, this is a place in your chart that closely follows uh, the place of partnership and kind of above board relationship, like the way that you think about yourself being in relationship and how you engage with others in the world. And that's uh, a place in your chart that I talked a lot about last season and Aquarius season. And so Pisces as an energy follows uh, Aquarius. And as we move into this season, you are very much in a space of wanting to restructure and redefine the way that you exist and participate in relationships, how you feel yourself as an agent within your relationships, the kinds of relationships that you call in, how you nurture them. You're really wanting to open up and to try new things and to meet new people. And this is a phase that you're going to be in for decades. So at least, um, you know, the next couple of years very strongly, but then uh, literally like the next 30 years, you're doing profound work in, in transforming your relationships and transforming the way that you um, participate in the social realm. And so something that's coming up right now in Pisces season as we enter into this domain is a deeper psychological awareness um, about what's underneath the, the relationships or what's inside of them. I want to call this intimacy and I want to speak to vulnerability and trust and what happens when we really get to know you. When we really get to know you, you become a human, right? You're not perfect. You um, fart and stink and have meltdowns and aren't, you know, always in a good mood and um, you've got all of your baggage like any human does. And 
as I spoke about in, in last month's horoscope and in your 2021 year ahead report, Leo is really working through a lot right now. Um, I think in terms of, uh, self-forgiveness and Leo as a sign that's ruled by the sun, you know, is here to radiate and shine and you're also a human being. And so when you're not radiant and shining, um, Leo can be kind of hard on itself. And so something is coming up for me as I'm tuning in um, to this chart that's about recognizing where you hide and recognizing where you get kind of caught up or shut down or emotionally overwhelmed within your social experience and within um, the relational realm. And there's a, a kind of spiritual growth process that you've been in now for the last decade um, since 2011 and if you think back on these last 10 years and think about what have you been learning in your relationships and in the realm of intimacy and trust and vulnerability and doing shadow work you probably can come up with a lot and as we move into this Pisces season it feels like you are really in a new space of awareness and there's so much love that's coming into this space. And it feels like you're able uh, to, to love yourself. And it may be that you're able to let others love you in new ways. And there's opening, there's softness, there's thawing. Pisces is a mutable sign. It changes. And, you know, change on a human scale doesn't always happen so fast. But one thing I've been thinking about Pisces in the last couple of days, kind of watching snow melt uh, in the place where I am, is that, oh, this the kind of change that I feel comes through with Pisces is like when you see a big snow melt. And especially if you've ever seen like a big chunk of snow slide off a roof or something like that um, as it's thawing and you see the weight of the water kind of like dragging the snow and then something, you know, it crashes down. And it feels to me like, there's been this slow, seeping, consistent process of some kind that you've been going through. Something has been melting. A rigidity has been melting inside of you. And if you think back on the last decade, you've probably had experiences in your relationships and experiences within the realm of intimacy and trust um, that have, have worked on you, have pushed you, have forced you to look at certain things. You've been doing your own work as well. You have been provoking yourself and wanting to grow and wanting to thaw. And as we get into this season this year, it feels like some massive piece is, is melting and about to like totally transform. And I really want to speak to longing in this too, because Pisces is a sign that describes longing and it's longing for something that is ineffable and intangible in, in a lot of ways because it doesn't really exist in any kind of stable way in our human experience, the, the kind of longing Pisces has is the longing for communion and deep, deep, deep togetherness, like encompassing togetherness. So Pisces as an experience might describe a womb experience or what we imagine, you know, in, in paradigms that imagine heaven or something like that. You know, it's like, I'm completely surrounded by love. This is the feeling that's there. So for Leo to have this space in the space of intimacy and trust, um, you know, again, I'm saying like, oh, Pisces is an interesting 
uh, energy for you because Pisces is selfless. It doesn't want a separate self. It wants communion. It wants togetherness. It wants deep sensitivity. And it can easily lose itself in a state of longing for togetherness. It can easily mirror or mimic, uh, you know, the environment and the people around it if it feels like that would allow more togetherness and more love. So for you to have this placement where you do um, describes a, a kind of hidden side of Leo, the part of Leo that is incredibly fragile, incredibly sensitive, um, really deeply longing for love and longing for communion and, and togetherness, and can easily lose itself. And Leo is not a sign that people often are like, wow, you're losing yourself. It's like people are like, Leo is full of itself, <laughs> right? So um, in, in this way, we can understand where Leo can, can lose itself. And it can often lose itself in love. It can fall apart in love. It can fall apart in relationship because there's such a deep desire for communion and connection and love. And here we are in our separate realm on planet earth, you know, separate human beings having separate experiences and people, um, you know, generally not being totally psychic, not knowing what's happening for each other, getting into conflict, feeling avoidant, da da da. And these kinds of things when they come up for Leo can be quite confusing. And it feels like there's something that's happening in your chart that is bringing awareness into these patterns, into the ways that you lose yourself and also into the longing for communion and the longing for love and how you want to express and receive that. And this thawing that feels like it's happening, I'm hoping is coming because of the increasing amount of self-love that is available um, for you. Self-love uh, can definitely be supported with generosity, with, with trust, and sometimes trust is like a muscle, you know, and we might not feel totally trusting, but it's like we can practice it. Like, like I can practice stepping out and exposing myself and allowing another person in. And it's kind of like practicing watch, walking on a balance beam or something. It's like, I'm going to just trust that I can do this. And it might hurt or it feel uncomfortable or I might fall off, but I could do it. I could try it again. And so it feels like you're in a process of building new neural networks around relationship, right? And opening up some more space for trust and generosity and the extension of generosity when you open your heart and when you give to others can help this trust open, you know? And it's not just a one-way street. And I want to be clear about that. It's not just you giving. It's also you receiving and receiving the generosity that's being given to you. This might be literal, okay? People might be like, giving you compliments or paying you for something or want, you know, wanting to support you. And part of your process now is letting that in and being like, yes, I'm worthy of that. You know, like it's okay that I'm receiving this. And part of the process might be extending yourself and going like, I have something valuable to give. And, um, you know, people can let, can open their hearts to me, uh, not, not just because of what I give, but who I am. And, this kind of process of exchange uh, gets highlighted in Pisces season. And this highlight also isn't temporary uh, just for Pisces season. I want to say this is a big theme um, this year and next year. And 
to some extent through 2025, but 21 and 22 are big years for this. So I want to walk you through this a little bit. Pisces season starts on February 18th, and um, there's a full moon on February 27th. In that span of time, let's give it to the day after the full moon, those 10 days, um, something is landing for you around value. Self-worth and self-esteem being critical and fundamental when it comes to value. Your own values, what you want to invest in, and what you prioritize, what you want to open your heart to. Um, and then literally some kind of exchange. Resources, money, time, attention, love, I don't know. Something is happening that is calling attention to this space. And it's highlighting the need for you to understand your value. So again, this could be in a very personal, emotional, psychological realm for you to understand that you can value yourself as a person inherently, you are valuable, and who you are and how you are is valuable here, and people want it and need it, <laughs> and um, you have something to give, right? You can love yourself for that. It may also be that you're growing in some consciousness literally around what you have or do that creates value in the world. And you might be thinking some new thoughts about it. And so some Leos might be thinking about how they want to work with their money. Or if you like have, say you're a gardener, you know, and you have um, food as a resource, you might be thinking about how you want to work with food. Or you might be thinking about volunteering, you know, and, and the resource of your labor and your attention. But there's something that's that is growing in your awareness about your own value, coming into that value, affirming it, embodying it, believing in it, and then also mobilizing with it somehow, bringing it into the world, sharing it, doing something. Um, this potentially has some really interesting uh, applications in your work. Um, work is a funny word these days. So whether or not you get paid, it's like your labor or what you imagine that you're up to here on planet earth, you know, and what you're building with your life. There, there's something that's coming up, um, at this full moon that is about doing things in a different way and, um, setting yourself apart uh, from others in some way. And so like if you're a gardener and you're like, wow, I have all this extra food, um, there's all these people who are doing uh, you know, mutual aid and farm sharing projects and I want to do something like that, but I'm going to do it uh, in costume. You know, I'm going to dress up like a um, space alien and go and deliver these food boxes. Or so, you know, that's a silly example, but it's like you're, do you're setting yourself apart in some way, you're doing something on your own terms, you're queering it, you're weirding it a little bit. Um, but it feels like it's potentially exciting when you think about generosity and exchange and kind of anchoring and orienting in your own value and your and growing your self-esteem. And it's like, you can be proud of yourself for doing something different and curious about it. And you don't have to be pompous, you know, you can be exploratory. And I do want to say that exploration and um, kind of feeling 
flexible and curious and a little weird um, is great for you right now. It's, it's so good for you and you have energy for it and you're motivated and you get good results when you get curious and, and quirky and like, um, you know, like if you're not afraid of what people are thinking about you and you're not judging yourself, but you're just enjoying yourself and you're loving yourself and you're feeling your self-esteem. And from that place, you're reaching out in friendliness, you'll get, you're getting good results. And ideally, you're getting more and more support throughout the season to just be your weirdo self. And this is going to circle me back to what else I've been talking about with Pisces, to let yourself be seen more, to not feel like you have to perform or be perfect or cover anything up or hold it. It's like you can just be a human and you can be your weirdo self and people will love you for that. And people don't want to hold you up on some big standard or pedestal, they, they want you. And you're starting to learn something about that and then you're figuring out ways that you can give from that place. From the full moon to the new moon between February 27th and March 13th, we're in a disseminating cycle. And so you're integrating this information, you're thinking about how you wanna work with it. And something is really starting to come to a close. And I feel like the thing that's coming to a close is the way that you separate yourself. It's, it's ways that you might hold yourself back or not let yourself be seen or obscure yourself or perform in certain ways. It feels like you're more and more available. You're more and more available to yourself and you're more and more available to others. On the new moon on March 13th, this is a beautiful new moon to um, love yourself very deeply and to create some kind of intention or ritual around what you're wanting to call in in your intimate, vulnerable, trust-filled spaces. Of course, with your partners and friends and family. I also wanna say with everybody. When you meet somebody at a party, when we can go to parties again, um, it's like you want to be present. You don't want to be up in your head thinking about, am I wearing the right thing? Or do they like me? Or what are they talking about? Or we're different? Or they're a jerk? Or It's like you want to just be in your heart. You want to be available. You don't want to get caught up in like stupid human drama that separates people, right? You want to be in communion. And it, it feels like you're wanting to nurture intimacy and trust on a global level. And that happens first with yourself, with deep self-respect and you know self-acceptance like you don't need to hate yourself for being a human and not having it all figured out and being messy and a mess sometimes from that space comes this tenderness comes this potential for transparency and that works magic in your life okay like when you open your heart and when there aren't barriers to love magic happens in your life and abundance flows in. I mean that on all levels. I mean financial and resource abundance. I mean abundance of um, friends. I mean abundance of energy, abundance of spirit. So many gifts want to flow through when you don't shut yourself down, right? When you don't separate yourself, when you are just there, transparent, tender, trusting and trustworthy not performing not trying to be something for anybody else really you know being 
loving, lovely with yourself, you know? And that doesn't mean the Leo arrogance thing because we're talking about your shadow. So it also means accountability, right? And if you make a mistake or hurt somebody's feelings, immediately you want to you want to feel that, you know? It's like, "Oh my god, I'm sorry." And then you forgive yourself and you work to not do it again next time, right? You work to to repair. But you don't have to spend time beating yourself up or being like, oh my God, now I have to go and hide or something like that. Post new moon, it feels like we've got this change energy, this kind of melting, thawing change energy <clears throat> that um, feels really palpable and it feels really strong. And, you know, as we move into this, I, I kind of want to shift here and say, yes, like this is, this has to do with work and you in the world and you and your day-to-day -day practice. I also want to just speak to your health. Um, and your sense of well-being and that I mean that in a holistic way mental emotional physical psychic spiritual um, it feels like you're getting more integrated as we move into the end of Pisces season from the new moon uh, until the end of Pisces season you know that week it's like things are clicking and you're settling in a certain way and it feels it feels like peace coming into your being it feels like a wellness uh, in your being. Okay, so I'll leave it there. There's so much more I could say, but I'm going to leave it there for now. And if you want more, please check out your year ahead uh, report from Embodied Astrology. Um, that's an hour and a half long reading where I look at the major transits, eclipses, and retrogrades for your sign. You can also learn more by becoming an extended content subscriber with me. You can subscribe by donation, and when you are a subscriber, you get all kinds of tools, including calendars and worksheets and um, different kinds of guidance to learn about astrology and interpret it for your own chart. And twice a month, you get access to my subscriber-only meetups. One of those is a workshop where we work with the sign um, of the month that we're in, and the other is a community space. So if you're wanting to open up and meet new people, please join us. Um, there are some really wonderful interactions that we're having and space for conversation, and that is a growing space. And over the year, we're going to have more and more opportunities for people to connect with each other. It would be great to have you there. Subscribing is a good way to support Embodied Astrology as well as purchasing the Year Ahead reports. Um, any financial donations you'd like to make if you enjoy this work are so appreciated. The number one way to support Embodied Astrology is to share it with your friends and family and subscribe and leave wonderful reviews on your listening platforms. Thanks for listening and wishing you all the best in Pisces season and beyond. Much love and bye for now.